0: I feel like so much of that innate knowing or power really comes from the sacred feminine. And it's her knowing that her body is a temple, that she is sacred, that her presence alone is an elixir. And truly, as a feminine essence being, your power channel is cultivated through your womb heart third eye connection and i know i talked um about this or touched on it i believe in episode number one but so many of our spiritual teachings talks about ascending the body and going into these higher states but there really comes a point where your true power where your magic your essence is truly found in the descension It's dropping down into the body, into the womb, into the innate wisdom that exists in the blood, in the bones, right? It's connecting and activating your own soul codex, waking up the dormant DNA, the templates, the codes that have been preordained for you since before birth. So it's coming home, you know, back to this understanding that your womb is your most powerful portal way. That through your womb, you have this direct connection to source or to God. And it is through your womb, through this creatrix energy, this Eros, that you have the ability to birth and be the bridge between the physical and the non-physical realms. So, you know, sexuality and spirituality are woven so tightly together and can you imagine this type of power and why this was so heavily feared by the people that were trying to control us okay so this is why for so many centuries our sexuality our sensuality our femininity has been so heavily demonized and repressed okay so Coming home and remembering that your womb, your sexuality is the source of your power. This is how we can truly begin to reclaim our essence and come back home to our magic. Welcome back to the Shadow Priestess Embodied. I'm your host, Kaylin Rakowski, and thank you for joining me today for another deep dive and exploration into your inner world, into your body, the shadow realms, where we will begin to explore some of these esoteric principles and really begin to drop them down into modern day application and embodiment. This is a sacred place where you can begin to truly meet yourself, meet your medicine, and to meet your magic this is a place of remembrance take a deep breath and let's begin hello beautiful people and welcome back so today i want to deep dive and discuss some of the most profound feminine wounds that I will just say that feminine essence beings carry an experience and I'm not just talking on an individual level I'm speaking to on a mass collective level there are these deep wounds that constantly manifest in our lives and I will say especially if you are someone who you know identifies as a healer as a mystic as a priestess okay as a medicine woman someone who is here to essentially be the bridge between the seen and the unseen there are these wounds that show up and until we are really ready to claim our power and step into our voice and to be the fullest expression of ourselves they constantly will manifest in our lives and You know, It's that thing that makes us play small. It's that thing that has us dim our light. It's that thing that makes us feel like essentially we need to hide. So today I really want to deep dive with you guys today about the witch wound, the whore wound. And I think we'll even touch a little bit on the sister wound because I feel like these all are interconnected and weave together so seamlessly that... We should just have a discussion about all of them however before we do i want to kind of put this trigger warning that as i'm sharing this with you as i'm going to be awakening your own remembrance you know there may be feelings of trauma of grief you may notice you feel very uncomfortable If those are happening to you, I always, always suggest that you listen to your body. However, I want you to also hold the awareness that there is an energetic transmission behind my voice, behind the words. And just by you hearing this information and receiving this, it can begin to awaken the own Codes your own codes in your DNA, in your womb, in your light body, etc. Asking that divine blueprint to fully come online. So, I just want to put that out there before we get started, because if you're someone new to my world or you're new to this work, um, this is something that I do see happening. So, I just want to put that out there. However, if you are someone who Knows that you carry the codes that you can feel this in your body that there is magic buried deep within you That is waiting to be embodied and to be expressed. Then I highly suggest you tuning in for this episode So what made me want to bring this to you guys and have this discussion today? Was that over the past weekend? I was visiting some family. I was at my partner's aunt's house And we were in the kitchen and we were having a nice conversation and she just began asking me different questions about what I, what I do for a living. And I noticed that there was a resistance there. And honestly, it, it surprised me because I have been in this line of work for over a decade And I feel on an individual level, I have moved through so much or so many layers of the witch wound. And I was just noticing my body. I was noticing the heat that began to rise. I was noticing kind of this feeling of contraction. And this was telling me that, hey, there is still some part of me. There are still some layers here that are scared to be judged that are scared to be fully seen and it really got me thinking how deep these feminine wounds run in us and not only run in us but completely run us and how we choose to show up in the world right and it manifests as a way that we play small that we feel like we have to hide And it is literally coming from this deep fear that if I allow myself to be authentic, if I allow myself to be seen, then I will literally be persecuted, that I will be burned, that I will be killed. And I know as I'm saying this to you on a conscious level, we're like, well, (laughs) nobody's going to show up at your house with pitchforks and, you know, hang you on the tree. Well, No, however, that imprint, that template, that coding still runs in every single one of us today. It is such a deep, profound wound, and that's why today I really want to kick this conversation off with talking to you about the witch wound. So let's talk about what the witch wound really is. So when I'm speaking of the witch wound, I am talking about this inherited individual and collective trauma that goes back to the rise of the patriarchy, that goes back to this dark time in history called the burning times. And how this really manifests in women is it is this deep, deep fear of fully being seen. It is this fear of speaking up and stepping into your magic and your power. And the reason why we have these deep fears of being seen, you know, in our uniqueness, in our gifting, is because back then, Thousands of innocent women and men were tortured. They were executed. They became prisoners. And they were literally killed, you guys, in the most just excruciating, unhuman ways, okay? They were burned. They were beheaded. They were drowned. Um, they would hang them, etc. And for the select few that were able to escape or you know had their survival instincts that went into hiding those memories not only became you know imprinted on the DNA level but also on a soul level and that is why we experience this on an individual as well as a collective level okay it runs so deep but for these Women that were called witches, which really just mean wise woman. Okay. If we really break it down, witch literally means wise woman. Okay. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. These wise women, these witches were actually healers. They were midwives. They were medicine women. They were women that were so connected to the divine that were here to serve their communities. They were people that were outspoken, that were different, that pushed the status quo, right? And every single one of these amazing, incredible witches and wise women all fell victim to the rise of the patriarchy, of capitalism, of religion, okay? And Like i said our ancestors who then were able to survive that then began to be so deeply imprinted with this fear with this shame with this grief that these survival instincts these templates then began to be passed down through time, through generations, and now today still exist and live in our bones, in our body, right? In our soul codex. This really is what I'm talking about when I'm speaking of the witch wound. And this is why it is so, so profound, right? Because it's on the soul level. It's on the DNA. It is individual. It is collective. And Even today, you know, we are still seeing this toxic aftermath of the patriarchy that really restricts self-expression, that really restricts or demonizes authenticity, you know, uniqueness, being connected to nature, you know, being connected to God in a way that they're not able to control. And you're going to notice a theme as I'm talking about the witch wound, as I go into the whore wound, the sister wound, the underlying element and frequency is going to be control. All of these wounds that we experience today were a way that patriarchy, that the white man put into place so that women were heavily controlled so i wanted to have this conversation with you all today because as i'm noticing my own resistance and someone who feels like i have worked through this on so many levels it's time for witches it's time for the wise women it's time for you all to stop hiding your magic and to reclaim your power okay and it's time to stop rejecting this otherness that you feel like you have, this fear of being an outcast, this feel of being exiled, because truthfully, us witches, us wise women are those who can fully claim their earth given birthrights of spirituality, of magic, and who use their powers to create and to cultivate change in the inner and outer worlds, in the seen and the unseen. And I'm hoping by the end of this conversation, you realize that witches were never the ones that we needed to fear, but those who are so comfortable with burning them alive. Okay, so let's recap the witch wound before we move into the horror wound. The witch wound really is that part of you that feels like it's too much and not enough right isn't it crazy how we can feel both at the same time but that's typically how it shows up it's you feeling deeply unsafe to speak your truth to allow others to fully see you in your authenticity It's that part of you that feels like you have to dim yourself, that has to shrink your light, hide your gifts in order to make others feel more comfortable or in order for you to feel like you fit in, okay? So it really is the biggest wound that so many of us face because it keeps us from stepping into our magic, into our fullest expression. Okay. So now as I go into the whore wound, you're going to see that there are some overlappings here. And to me, I honestly feel that the whore wound and the witch wound honestly are really one because what we have been taught about our sexuality is so far from the truth and as i open the door to this exploration for you i want you to really think how this lands in the body okay so before i get into the whore wound well at first i will just say the whore wound is where women are demonized for their sexuality for their sensuality right hence why men have called us whores right because it has a really nasty connotation and it's something that you know most women don't desire to be called you know we were taught that our sexuality is a bad thing that it's dirty that it's something to be ashamed of and you're gonna notice here comes that element of control again there is a reason why okay so The whore wound was a way to keep people, well, especially women, the witches, disconnected from their power, okay? And to me, sexuality and spirituality are intrinsically connected, okay? They literally are one because a woman who is deeply connected to her sexuality, to her sensuality, is a woman who is deeply connected to God. Okay. She essentially becomes a conduit for source, for spirit, for consciousness. Okay. To move through her. And it is her ability to be a creatrix. Okay. It is heavy creatrix energy. So not only is she deeply connected to God, to source, to her intuition, to her own desires. Okay. She's also a woman who can be a bridge and can be a vessel in between worlds and sexual energy is actually heavy healing energy. Okay. It is very transmutative. So not only were they able to heal themselves and to receive guidance and these different activations codes, you know, ascend and essentially awaken into God consciousness, you know, This was something that was heavily feared by the patriarchy, by the white man, because a woman who was that deeply connected to God, to her power, was a woman that could not be controlled or manipulated. So the churches, religions made sex become demonized. They made it a dirty thing. They made it a bad thing. They made us ashamed of our pleasure. They made us ashamed of really the core of what it is like to be woman, which is our magnetism, right? Like a woman that is so deeply connected to her intuition, to her joy, to her pleasure, and who leads by God first, who is truly spirit led is magnetic. And this is a type of woman who isn't going to fall and crumble to the status quo, to you know, rules, to guidelines, to somebody trying to control her. She was a woman who was powerful and questioned everything. I feel like so much of that innate knowing or power really comes from the sacred feminine. And it's her knowing that her body is a temple that she is sacred that her presence alone is an elixir and truly as a feminine essence being your power channel is cultivated through your womb heart third eye connection and i know i talked um, about this or touched on it i believe in episode number one but so many of our spiritual teachings talks about ascending the body and going into these higher states but there really comes a point where your true power where your magic your essence is truly found in the descension it's dropping down into the body into the womb into the innate wisdom that exists in the blood in the bones right it's connecting and activating your own soul codex waking up the dormant dna the templates the codes that have been preordained for you since before birth so it's coming home you know back to this understanding that your womb is your most powerful portal way that through your womb you have this direct connection to source or to god and it is through your womb through this creatrix energy this eros that you have the ability to birth and be the bridge between the physical and the non-physical realms so you know sexuality and spirituality are woven so tightly together And can you imagine this type of power and why this was so heavily feared by the people that were trying to control us, okay? So this is why for so many centuries, our sexuality, our sensuality, our femininity has been so heavily demonized and repressed, okay? So coming home and remembering that your womb, your sexuality is the source of your power. This is how we can truly begin to reclaim our essence and come back home to our magic. So as we continue down this journey and this discussion, you know, I hope that you're starting to really connect the dots and see how these wounds are deeply rooted in the rise of the patriarchy. How the witch wound, how the whore wound, and how the sister wound are really intrinsically connected and really are coming from somebody trying to control our expression, someone trying to control our power, to dim our power, to take it away. And from somebody trying to control and manipulate our connection with God, our connection with the earth, our connection with the unseen, with the mystery. And the next wound is exactly a mirror of that. Okay. So I want to talk to you guys now about the sister wound and the sister wound isn't isn't as heavily discussed i guess i'll say but i think that the sister wound is one that shows itself or manifests in our reality more than any of the other wounds and you will know if you have the sister wound because it's like you have this pain this distrust this almost like disease that you feel when you are relating to other women it's this Increased judgment right hyper jealousy insecurity the cattiness the comparison right the fear and These are all ways that the sister wound really manifest in our reality It is our way that we relate and have relationship with fellow women and You know again, this is coming back to the rise of the patriarchy and and this is because pre-patriarchy you know women lived in tribe in collaboration in communion we were in community together it wasn't unheard of that you would see other women taking care of each other teaching each other raising each other's youth right it was a beautiful way that we had this synergy because we all worked together from a place of love from a place of generosity And what happened was when the rise of the patriarchy came, when the witch hunts came, right, coming back to that witch wound, they started to essentially turn women against each other. So the sister wound really is the trauma of unhealthy coping mechanisms that we had to take on to survive, And it is just manifesting in a way that we have not fully processed that grief. And we just continue to pass it down through generation and generation and generation. And so you have to understand when the burning times came into our reality, okay, when the witch hunts happened, women had no choice but to begin turning on other women. And it wasn't because we didn't love our sisters. It wasn't because... Um, we were desiring not to be part of the tribe anymore. It was literally our only way to survive. And what had happened was it was that essentially we had these two choices. We could submit to the new ways in the new world and betray our sisters or become an outcast or, you know, essentially be persecuted or die so it created this huge divide between women and that was precisely the point of the patriarchy the more divided that us women became the less powerful they had together and on an individual level so there is no coincidence that not only did they want to disconnect us from our sense of community, of collaboration, right? Of communion. They wanted to take away our sexuality, our sensuality, our power, right? They didn't want us to be celebrated for our uniqueness, for our gifting, for our magic. This was the conditioning which so many of us still see today that we all need or desire to be the same? Because since the rise of the patriarchy, women have a deep, deep ingrained belief that sameness equals safeness. And if I am to express myself this way, if I am to, you know, be a woman who embodies her ecstasy, who is connected to her pleasure right? That I essentially am going to be exiled and I will be killed. So you can see how this wounding literally creates paralysis in us feminine essence beings, especially if you are someone who is a trailblazer, who is a blueprint changer, who is here to question the status quo. If you are an ancient, if you are an elder and you carry the codes to essentially be here to birth and to create this new life you are going to have to move through so many layers of these wounds not only for yourself but for all the women who are to come after you for all of the women who came before you you literally volunteered to come here to be the change and to be the bridge and to literally birth this new world this new way of being Okay. What you're doing here is not lightly. If you were drawn to this conversation, it is because there is magic deep inside you. It is because you are a witch, you are a wise woman, and this is your higher self guiding you into your remembrance to set yourself free. So what I'm sure you guys are all wondering is how, how do we begin to shift this? How do we begin to transmute this, to alchemize this? And the beauty is it starts with you Yes, queen. It starts with you. It starts with each decision, each choice day by day that you get to ask yourself, how can I deepen into my fullest expression? How can I embody my magic? How can I truly honor myself, my divinity, and let myself be spirit led first and foremost? And You know, the witch wound is going to be about you beginning to honor your uniqueness, that otherness, that part of you that you are terrified, that you feel like you have to repress, okay? That you're so afraid to let the world see. Well, listen, that is literally your magic. That is literally your elixir. That is literally why your soul decided to incarnate and be here during this time. And you are literally doing a disservice to all women, to the collective, if you do not allow yourself to fully step in and embody all of you, that unique spark of divinity and your fucking magic, okay? This looks like you changing your relationship with your sexuality, with you beginning to cultivate a relationship with your divine Eros, that life force, that desire that runs through you. Letting yourself fully experience the pleasure in these ecstatic states because it is in those states that you have a direct connection and doorway to God, to Christ consciousness, to activate, to ascend, to download codes, guidance. It literally is your portal way and your ability to be a vessel and a bridge between worlds, okay? So start leaning in and just looking at, What is my current relationship with my sexuality? What is my relationship with pleasure? Okay. And maybe this looks like you begin adorning yourself, you know, treating your body as it is a temple because the sacred feminine knows that she knows that her body is sacred. She knows she is a temple. So start romanticizing yourself. Okay. And treating that energy that creatrix energy, right? Treating your body in such a way that it is absolutely sacred. Okay. And the sister wound, God, if you are a woman listening to this, if this is the only thing you take away today, it is time for you to love, to support, to build up and to forgive your fellow sisters imagine what a different experience of reality we would get to have if we truly were in communion and collaboration with each other i have been working through this wound so much the last five years and i cannot tell you how good it feels to have these divine feminine just fucking powerful goddesses in my corner and just because another woman is shining brightly or she is in her power like it does not take away anything from you it doesn't make you any less wiser any less beautiful any less powerful if anything it enhances it so i encourage you to push yourself to get in community to get into collaboration to begin opening yourself up opening your heart up right becoming vulnerable and allowing women to fully see you and to create a whole different relationship with your sisters this is how we literally begin to change the collective experience this is how we begin to heal these wounds For me, for you, for us, right? Like we have the power to do this. And I'm hoping that as the witches, as the wise women that you are, the mystics, the healers, okay, that you take this episode as an activation of your remembrance, of your power, of your sovereignty. And you begin to be it so unapologetically in the world that you give other permission to do the same. If you had some type of activation or remembrance from being drawn to this episode and are wanting to go deeper, I recently have opened a few select one-on-one spaces for my private mentorship, as well as I'm opening the door to my favorite group program, Emergence, where we'll be deep diving into topics like these, private coaching, as well as energetic transmissions. If this is something that feels aligned and is calling to you, click the link in my show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today for another juicy episode of Shadow Priestess Embodied. I absolutely love diving in and having these conversations with you all. If this is an episode that you found intriguing, that you found some nuggets in, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe and follow me so you can Be present for all of the upcoming transmissions, activations, and downloads that I'll be bringing to our community. Have an absolutely magical day, and I'll see you soon.